Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, it's our second hour as we roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC, the only live and local program on during the lunch hour right here on the Big Talker 1700. Chris Catello is our guest on Major League Baseball from SB Nation. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Chris, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. How are you guys? We're doing great, Chris. Okay, take us first, because this is pretty much Cubs territory uh, with the Iowa Cubs AAA team here. Uh, Take us to the Cubs and what we witnessed against Arizona, and does that now start to carry over, or is it still going to be win a couple, lose a couple, win a couple, lose three? Is it still going to be like that in your eyes? You know, it's, it's been tough. It's, it's uh, every time, you know, I've come on and said, I think the Cubs are about to make their run and they've, they've gone sideways. We saw a little bit uh, better play there in July, but, but it's, it's still that team that has gone sideways just a little bit for most of the season and one that, you know, has not jumped as far ahead as, as we expected them to in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people would expect uh, really the fact that they would, you know, be, uh, in a better position. And you're seeing now that that division's still all bunched up. St. Louis playing well of late to really get back to a point where they're in the thick of things. Milwaukee's still there. So it's going to be the most interesting divisional race down the stretch in all of baseball. And, and I feel, still think, you know, I take the Cubs as the favorite. They have the most aggressive trade deadline of those teams. They made the big moves, controllable moves that are big for them. And I think, you know, if you had to, you know, still make a guess at this point, I'd take the Cubs. Wilson Contreras lost with his injury. He's going to be out for a while. You're waiting for Javi Baez, Kyle Schwarber to put it together, but it's been just that waiting. Plus, you have a bullpen that continues to struggle since the break's gone on, even after that great start they had the first couple of weeks after the All-Star break. That bullpen, ERA 4.24 since the second half has begun of the baseball schedule. What concerns you most, the loss of Contreras or that bullpen right now? Obviously, the loss of Contreras is is one that's that's tough. He's been playing so well recently, and is a key, obviously, a very key contributor to that club. I think the bullpen is one where you know they have enough pieces, enough guys that are really that are big names, and and a deep bullpen, obviously, deepened by the addition of Justin Wilson there right at the deadline. I think the other part of that is for a bull, for a bullpen help, you know, in the trade on the waiver trade market, you can probably find some guys out there. We saw a move last night with the Astros acquiring Tyler Clippard. Not the sexiest names that are going to be out there now because all the big guys were off the board in July, but still, you can find some help there if you really want to add an arm or two in August. Having a conversation with Chris Catello right here, Major League Baseball from SB Nation on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, so the trade deadline has come and gone. Please explain to everybody, Chris, why deals are still going on. It's a complicated process, and it's one that I don't think everybody understands that well, but it is uh, in August. Players are placed on revocable trade waivers. That means that they are made available basically to every club, revocable meaning the team that puts them on there can pull them back at any time. So they put the guy on, and and if he's claimed, uh, it's claimed within your own league. So if it's an American League player within the American League by uh, reverse winning percentage, so the worst team can make the first claim, 
uh, and and the claim is awarded based on priority. If a guy is claimed, then the teams have 48 hours to work out a trade, or the team can just simply pull him back off waivers. If the guy clears waivers, and this is really what happens most frequently, if he clears waivers completely and he's unclaimed by all 30 teams, he's completely eligible to be traded just like he would be in July. We've seen that materialize a few times now. Jay Bruce, Neil Walker, the bigger names to go uh, so far, and those are the real value guys. Well, and of course, guys with big contracts are always thrown out there. One of the guys with the big contract that is continued to talk about is Justin Verlander. After a disappointing start to the year, he has pitched very well over his last, what, six, seven starts, something of that range. A lot of people trying to match them up with the Astros that need help there, but a ton of salary still owed to Justin Verlander. What kind of chance do you see in him being moved here during the August waiver period? I still think it's a low chance. You know, I think when there was there in July was there was you know some talk about him being moved there's just so many moving parts the contract's a big piece of it in August trying to come up with the compensation where other players would have to clear waivers and having awkward players renamed later and stuff like that complicates things and then you know full no trade clause which he has a lot of power and the ability to opt out um, you know if he is traded so there's there's a lot of a lot of moving parts here and and obviously the piece of it that the Tigers are moving one of their franchise icons, and I think that really comes into it, and um, it makes them not willing to to give him up for a small offer. So I think at this point, I'd say it's unlikely he's moved. But we're going to keep hearing his name until the end of the month when playoff rosters have to be set. You know, one of the things that Trent and I discussed earlier in the show when we did a little Major League Baseball was the crazy race right now for the wild cards. Let's start in the American League. If you would have told me that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or whatever they're called now, uh, would have been right in the top spot for a wild card, I probably would have thought that you had had too many 7-7s, like what happens to me from time to time. But here they are. What is going on here, Chris, with so many teams uh, being involved in the wild card in the American and the National League. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy race in the American League. It has been for for months now where you're seeing these teams really, you know, as bunched up as we've ever seen it. And, and I think the crazy part to me where you have clubs that decided to sell at the trade deadline, whether it be the Rangers or, or teams like that, the Rangers being the big one, obviously moving you, Darvish, you have teams that wave the white flag, decided to sell, and they're right in the thick of things. You, it's always been the case in the American League where you, know, you have these six or seven teams that are all bunched up, all ready to go, and we're still seeing that. Even the teams, you know, Texas and Toronto pretty much still in the mix there, uh, seven or eight teams down. So it becomes a question of, you know, do you want to go for it at the trade deadline, not just because you're X amount of games out, but because you have so many teams to pass, and I think that's what it came down to. Uh, for Texas and Toronto, those teams that did sell, uh, at this point I think the Yankees are a strong favorite there, but the Royals, the Mariners, the Angels, like you said, a lot of these clubs are still in the mix. Yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. And the team now that holds the second wild card after six straight victories is the Angels. Mike Sosha holding this team together after the loss of Mike Trout as he was out for, what, about 50 games or so, nearly a third of the season. He was out with his injury to keep them afloat, and now they're pushing forward. If the Angels get in the playoffs, is he the AL manager of the year? Maybe. Definitely in contention. You know, I think 
they're a very surprising club to me because especially doing what they did without Trout. Yeah. I always say I think the Angels are in a really bad spot as an organization. They have big money contracts. They're still paying Hamilton and Pujols. Obviously having Trout really as the catalyst behind everything they do, but um, so many pitching injuries, not a lot of prospects, a really tough spot as an organization. And, and I think, you know, if they get in the playoffs, it will be nothing short of miracle work based on, you know, all the other teams we've had. But that just shows you, you get on a run right now, everybody else is beating up on each other. You can really make waves in that wild card race. One more on this crazy race and just the sheer number of teams here. Chris, I'm sure you guys over at SB Nation are going to have kind of handicapping it, breaking down the schedules of all these different teams. But it's such a crapshoot here. Do you have a team for that second wild card spot after the Yankees that you feel most confident with? Or is it, hey, pull one out of a hat, take a schedule that you like? Really, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just whoever gets hot here. Yeah, I think it could go a variety of different ways. You know, I think when you look at uh, run differential is always something that you have to look at it. You know, the Yankees are plus 110. You think they're very deserving of being there. And the Angels actually have a negative run differential, as does every team except the Rangers. And the Rangers are the only one there with the wow. positive run differential. And that signals, you know, that they've just underperformed or lost some close games, stuff like that. So that's, that's very interesting to me. But still, the Rangers are, you know, six, seven games back and have all those teams to jump. And they're going to go through this race without a couple pieces, obviously, with LaCroix and Darvish that were um, tough to move. I've always really liked the Royals. I think that that team could band together just because it's their last year. They know how to win. They know how to get to the postseason and win a World Series. And um, before they all probably or a lot of them will depart in the winter as free agents. I like the Royals' chances there. Okay, fair enough. Um, Chris Cotillo is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Chris, take me then to the nation's capital. And we saw uh, a guy in Bryce Harper – his leg almost flew off when he hit first base. Fortunately, there wasn't any ligament damage, but he's going to miss the rest, apparently, of the regular season. They claim that the bases were wet from a rain delay. Is there? Will that change the way Major League Baseball looks at how they take care of the field, or is it just one of those unfortunate circumstances that just happened? You know, I think that the Nationals have been the worst team in dealing with rain delays all year. And, and you know, historically, they a lot of controversy about three, four-hour delays to try to get games in. And, and fortunately, when I spent some time there covering them over the summer, I didn't have to deal with that. But they, uh, with this Harper incident, probably will change things where, you know, the, the wet-based thing is a legitimate uh, issue if guys are going to get hurt. It looked really, really bad, obviously. In the video, it turned out not being that bad, and I think, you know, all of baseball, and especially national fans, are breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, I think, you know, actually his absence might not be as serious as the rest of the regular season. It might just be a couple weeks. Uh, but they definitely expect to have him back for the postseason, which for them is all that matters. You know, you're looking at him, Trey Turner, those guys, and then Carlos Correa in Houston and, and even Kershaw in L.A., these teams with these big leads are fortunate enough to have such big leads that those losses for the rest of the regular season um, aren't as impactful. So we're talking with Chris Cotillo here. Chris, the Dodgers, we all know, best team in baseball, and it's not even close. With this injury to Bryce Harper of the Nationals, with the Astros just having weird stuff happening inside the clubhouse, the pitching problems that they have, who's the second-best team in baseball right now in your mind? You're asking a Boston guy, so I think, you know, obviously I watch, I watch a lot of the Red Sox, and so I might be um, – you know, still a little jaded on that, but I really think that the Red Sox are really putting this together at the right time. And I've said this before on here. I think you know they're a team that they were in first place in the division 
after completely underperforming through basically all of July. You know, they were still above two real good contenders in the Rays and the Yankees and the Orioles and Blue Jays, which have talent. They were really, and that's with getting bad performances from a lot of players. Ben Attendee underperforming, Price not being there for most of it, Porcello underperforming, um, a lot of question marks all over the place, a lot of injuries. And now, you know, some of those question marks have been answered. Obviously, Ben Attendee's been really hot and, Devers and Nunez right around the deadline have injected some life into this club. I think, you know, if you get Price back healthy and pitching well, and that's no sure thing at all, it's probably more more unlikely than likely at this point just because of the way he's been hurt and the way he's pitched in the postseason historically. You know, there's, I, I think if you get him back and you have, you know, Pomeranz pitching the way he's pitching, Sale being Sale, back into the bullpen with Reed, Kimbrell, Joe Kelly, Matt Barnes, they're a really strong contender. They've opened up the biggest lead in the American League. Uh, maybe all season, I'm not sure exactly on that, but they're now five and a half games up. They play the Yankees like six more times in the next few weeks, and I think you know they're really peaking at the right time heading into October. And and still, you know, the Ortiz leadership void is gone, but still a lot of guys. Remember, they they won a World Series only four years ago, um, and before that, no seven. So they they have guys that are proven winners in that clubhouse, and um, I think they do now have a really legitimate shot. If you had to pick a couple of teams that you think will start to slide in the next few weeks that are in the race, whether for the top spot or in the wild card, which teams do you think that might be? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the Angels have been playing well, um, but, but there, there's a lot of fluky stuff, guys performing way above what I think that we'd expect of any of them, Parker Bridwell, guys like that. So maybe expect some regression uh, specifically on that. But, you know, I, I'm not – it's, it's tough to really predict the, the slide, you know, whether it be uh, the Angels. I think the Mariners have some question marks for me. Uh, the Blue Jays, all those teams are, are in it, but, but there's so many teams to pass. Um, it's, it really is truly a crapshoot in the wild card. I think in the, in the National League Central is the other real big race, and, and it comes down to still thinking the Cubs are the favorite and wondering, you know, how long can the Brewers sustain things? Are they going to make another move? They obviously got Neil Walker, which should help them. Uh, the Cardinals with their surprising little push here, too. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting, you know, I think the storyline early in the year was how many teams were very far and above everybody else, the Dodgers, the Astros, the Nationals, and now you have all these really fascinating races in the wild card probably will come down to that final weekend. How are the Cardinals doing this? Uh, how is this team that has also had a very interesting year, uh, veterans getting sent back down, guys with a lot of experience back and forth, injuries that they've sustained is it you just chalk it up to the cardinals and, and the organization that they built leading to this point you're looking at obviously a management and a coaching staff that are are very very skilled and have been for a while um and yeah there's been so many things whether it be this scotty or Ronald Gritchick or whatever mm-hmm. and some injuries alex reyes and spring training going down right. going back to that but you know these they've found ways, and I think something that is it's not talked about enough is that the Cardinals were really looking to trade Lance Lynn at the trade deadline, and that in a lot of ways would have been a white flag, and, and they decided not to do that. And they were the only team to not make a major league move at the trade deadline. And they decided surprisingly to really stand pat with the team they had, and it's worked out so far. So I think you know in a division where no one has been able to run away as well as the Brewers have played at that time, so as well as the Cubs have played at times, no one's been able to run away, and all of a sudden. They're right in the thick of things again, uh, like they seem to be every year this time. Um, you know, I did a lot of St. Louis radio leading up to the trade deadline, and people were, they need to blow this up, or they're going to trade Carpenter, or they're going to trade this guy and that guy. And I just, you know, it's, it's wait and see, wait and see. It's a long season, and it's worked out. 
it's amazing to me that just when you think the Cardinals organization is finally hit the wall and they're probably going to go down the dumper a little bit, they rebound the way that they have and they have put themselves in this position. I mean, this has been going on for 10 years, 12 years now. How mm-hmm. long is that, Chris? Yeah, it's they've been, you know, since I've been really around, they've been a contender. And I think, you know, I always think of them and the Giants as the teams that have never been bad. Obviously, one of those things changed this year. But the teams that really have have not been bad since I can remember the Cardinals now uh, stand alone with, with what they've been able to do. And, you know, chalk it up to the Cardinal way, like you mentioned, or chalk it up to whatever. I think it's just an impressive stretch. Um, you know, they don't have, obviously, the championships, but in terms of the postseason and getting there and being in contention, they're like almost at a point comparable to the Patriots now where they're just in the thick of things every year, and you have to always be afraid of them no matter what. Last thing for you, Chris, uh, the Marlins sale is continuing on, though not completely official. There is an agreement in place for a group with Derek Jeter involved in it to buy the Marlins. As baseball fans, what should we know? Is it just uh, rich guys moving some money around? Who really cares? Or in terms of baseball, what kind of impact does this make? I think it's pretty impactful because you're looking at a regime there that is bad. Um, potentially the most incompetent ownership group that baseball has ever seen. And that's not, you know, a statement to be taken lightly. And it's right. not just a hot take. Like they're actually really, really have been bad on fire sales every year, questionable trades, questionable extensions, ballpark issues. You know, uh, Jeffrey Laurie has been criticized and, and a, a lot. And it's a lot that's gone on there over the years. I think, you know, Derek Jeter is an interesting candidate because he doesn't have the experience of, of running a team. He obviously knows baseball well, and I think the fact he's going to be so involved in baseball operations will be fascinating. I think they they have so many pieces that are attractive. You know, they as of a year ago right now, we were talking about that was one of the up-and-coming teams just because they had the race pitcher in Fernandez, and then they had the outfield of Yelich Zuna and, and Stanton, and then a great catcher and Real Muto, and obviously the Fernandez tragedy changed that a bit and really set the franchise back. You know, not just on the field with having a guy like that, but you know, emotionally and everything, and and I think that was a big piece of Jeffrey Loria wanting to sell. Jeter, we don't know what he's going to give us, but but they do have that core there. They have that core. They have money to to play around with, I think, and and obviously the Stanton deal, having that much money, which is basically still all owed to him, is tough. Um, moving him sends a message that these are the same old Marlins, and I'm not sure if they'll do that. Keeping that core together, Azuna, Yelich, Realmuto, some of these guys, you know, it's it's a talented group moving forward, I think. With new leadership, more competent leadership, it's uh, it's not hard to find anybody uh, that's more competent than what they had. So, so for for South Florida baseball fans, I think they're going to be happy with this. And don't you find it interesting as well that Michael Jordan uh, name popped up as a guy who's going to be part of that ownership group as well? Yep, and that's why that's why here in Chapel Hill, the um, the most lucrative on average major is geography because Michael Jordan was a geography major here, and that pulls that average <laughs> way, way too much skewed than you'd ever like to see it. So, And uh, now he has the money to go out and spend it on a baseball team. That's great. Geography, the top major. That's funny. All right, Chris, you have a great one, pal. It's always good when we catch up with you. See ya. Yep, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Okay, Chris Cotello, Major League Baseball, SB Nation. Trent, it's always fun when we have him on the Draft House 50 hotline. You, you know, Chris is a kid. He's getting ready for his senior year at North Carolina. He's worked for the last couple of years at SB Nation. We've had him on the show now for two years. 
knowledgeable about baseball. He's a rising star. Remember on the trade deadline, how many stories that he broke and how many things he was out mm-hmm. in front of? He's going to be a guy we're going to be hearing. Of course, you know we, we see all the guys, the Ken Rosenthal's of the world and things like that, and Bob Nightingale. This is a rising star, Jim. We're going to be hearing, I think, Chris's name for a long time in baseball circles. He's really good, and he's already got uh, he's got some numbers of some people already in baseball. It's real cool to see. Yeah, I like it, and it's great that we get him on our show as well. Uh, coming up, uh, Mitch Holtis will join us roughly in about 10, 12 minutes from right now. Quick timeout, Jimmy B and TC. You can get in on the program if you'd like at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Once again, the Iowa basketball team playing against Trent Condon. We will bring you up to date on what's taking place across the pond right after this. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. This Iowa State Fair report is sponsored by Tiny Fest Midwest Festival. Here's Minnie Williamson from the Iowa State Fair. It's day number five of the Iowa State Fair, and nothing compares to the great events we have planned for today. Monday is Veterans Day. We celebrate all our veterans with a discount at the gates. Paramore is rocking our grandstand with special guest ex-ambassadors. We have fair favorites, Hairball, hypnotist Ron Diamond, Casey Donahue, and Brett Young. All sorts of veterans celebrations from a Veterans Day parade to our Iowa military veterans band and a military tribute concert you can get all the latest fair information sent directly to your cell phone by texting fair to 75782 and don't miss the all-new thrill parks thrillville thrill town and thrill zone i'm mindy williamson from the iowa state fair this update is sponsored by tiny fest midwest festival september 22nd through the 24th at the jasper county fairgrounds tiny fest midwest all things tiny houses visit tinyfestmidwest.com to order tickets before the state fair ends for your chance to stay the night in a tiny house can you finish this little ad phrase every kiss begins with right most people know it's every kiss begins with k for k jewelers but this message isn't about jewelry it's about how your memory works Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you. No obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. It's that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, we roll till 3 o'clock today. Uh, Coming up in a little bit, uh, Mitch Holtis will join us uh, from Chiefs Training Camp. Uh, Once again, a... uh, a, a different and unique performances coming out of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in their exhibition game. We'll get into all of that uh, with Mitch. Okay, Trent, let's dive into this uh, this basketball extravaganza where right now at halftime, Iowa leads the Trent Condon All-Stars 51-21. Uh-huh. 51-20, a 30-point lead. What are you doing, kid? You're not guarding Garza, that's for sure. No. No, no, and, and that certainly would not be the case. Well, Iowa struggling from the outside, just one of nine, but it's inside where they're doing their work. Luca Garza, uh, another big first half. He's got 12 points, nine rebounds. Also inside, Tyler Cook. He's got seven points, four rebounds also in the game. couple of block shots, also a block from Garza. They're out there. They're dominating. They're doing their thing. But, Jim, as we talk basketball throughout the summer, and you know, we talked about the PTL, as you look mm-hmm. at this Iowa team, the depth that they have, and they've had some deep teams under Fran McCaffrey, and you go back to that first real good team that he had that made the tournament barely as they snuck in into the first four and played there, that team that fell apart late in the year. But one of the theories that was out there at the time was it was they had too many guys. You know, They didn't know where to turn to. They tried too many combinations, and it didn't work out. There's going to be a lot of combos here, too, and... This is a trip where Cordell Pemsel has not played at all as he's coming back off the hernia surgery. Macy Daly, a backup guard, hasn't played at all. They've also had a couple of games where they've sat guys out. Today it looks like Connor McCaffrey is going to be the uh, guy that's not going to play out there. They haven't had the full complement of the rosters, yet still you look at the depth of this team. It's been incredible. Jimmy B, you only get 200 minutes in a game. How do you break things down? Because looking at it right now, Luca Garza at minimum 
at minimum looks like a guy that's going to see 15 minutes a game as a freshman. And looking at his stats, you're saying, you got to find a way to get this guy 23, 24 minutes a game. It's difficult to see how you're going to transfer this thing and figure out who's going to play what. At this moment, he looks like the starting guy in the middle. Yeah. I mean, that's just the that's just the way it's been going on on these trips. I'm with you. Uh, I know it's it's a major headache for coaches, but it's also a great headache because you now know how much talent you really have, and if somebody goes down with an injury, uh, you feel very confident in whom is replacing them. This is going to be McCaffrey's, I think, one of his more difficult challenges is figuring out, does he ride hot hands or does he just try to manage minutes so that he keeps a lot of the guys happy and engaged? Mm-hmm. You get a guy who thinks he's a pretty good player and he's a young guy and he's only getting garbage minutes at two or three a game, he may at the end of the season say, you know what, I don't like this, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want that to happen. But at at the moment right now, uh, I mean, he's played everybody. And as we said before, the starters only played 11 minutes, and then the guys off the bench all played nine minutes. It looks like he substituted five and five is what took place. And the starting lineup today is one I think you could see this year the one thing that you'd probably substitute out is he put Nicholas Bear in for Ahmad Wagner. But the way that they went today, Bohannon obviously the point, Isaiah Moss obviously the two guard, and Tyler Cook as the power forward. I think those three guys are the locks. Bear you could play off the bench still like they did last year. Energy guy, guy that can do a lot of things. You still could bring him off the bench. But I think those three are the locks, Bear. And then is it Garza? You know, do they go that route? Is it Creener who we saw make a lot of development? Is it the incumbent starter at the middle? That's Cordell Pencil, who we still haven't talked about and hasn't played over there. He's back and healthy and playing and, and practicing in September. Well, then we have a different conversation we have to get into. Jimmy B, the depth of this team is incredible, and there's going to be unhappy people. Now, it's a difference if they're going to transfer away, but a guy like Kreener, who really came on at the end of the year last year, showed improvements this summer during the primetime league, but he's looking now, and he's battling minutes with the guys he already knows there, Plus now, you got two other big guys in here, Garza and Nunji, that you're battling for minutes for. Is he happy or is he fine being a guy that's a nice player, but he's only playing 12 minutes a game? That's to be seen. He'd be a starter on a lot of teams. Yes. On a lot of teams right now, He is he's a mainline starter. And right now, uh, it's up in the air if he's going to be a mainline starter. So you're absolutely right. And... He brings a lot to the table, and you and we have seen his improvement. And he is a tough, hard-nosed kind of guy that you like to have out there in those Big Ten Conference uh, matchups. So that is something that I think will get taken a look at. You have the option of playing the upperclassmen and letting the freshmen uh, kind of trickle in and picking up minutes here and there. Or if Garza, like you and I both think, is the real deal in the pivot, is he the guy, the go-to guy right away at that five spot? Because right now it sure looks like he's playing that way. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's absolutely wild the depth that this team is going to have and what's going to happen. You know, trying to find these minutes in the way that's going to work out. Team's got a chance to be good. How good do you think they can be, Jimmy B? You know, 
everything comes together. They figure out the rotation. There isn't any grumbling in the locker room. Could mm-hmm. this be a team going into the final week or two of the season that is, you know, contending for a top three spot in the Big Ten? Do you think they have that much upside? I think they do. I, I really do, Trent. Uh, once again, you're, you're correct with your assessment on the grumbling and yeah. who's getting minutes and who isn't. But they are talented, and they can shoot it from the outside. And with Kreener and Nunji and Garza, even though Nunji can step out, uh, they do have guys that can score. And Pencil, they do have guys who can score down low on the block. So this is a team that is going to have many options. And if some guy's not having a good game, you try the next guy. And if he's not into it, then you go to the guy after him. That's the luxury that the coaching staff will have. Once again, at the half, Iowa out to a 51-21 win in the finale of their four-game sojourn over in Europe. In the European Tour, Hawkeyes dominating once again. We'll come back. Mitch Holtis will be our guest. Coming up on the other side, he's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're talking about the NFL fantasy football going on, Jimmy B. People already getting their draft ready with their buddies uh if you're looking for a spot to go make a draft house 50 out of mill civic they got a big back room there you can get together have your fantasy draft out there but we have our league of champions coming up on wednesday september 6 right now your chance to qualify dial us up at 264 1700 we'll take a qualifier it gets you in and a chance to win just by entering today free pint of beer free jimmy b likes Woo. that Two six four seventeen hundred. A pint a day we're giving away with our fantasy contest, the League of Champions. We'll have a trivia contest coming up Wednesday, September sixth, and we'll go right into the draft after that. Get involved right now. Again, five one five two six four seventeen hundred. We'll get a qualifier right now. Give away that free pint of beer from Draft House fifty. Back with Mitch Holtis on the other side here. On 1700. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair, just south of the Varied Industries building. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. Ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. When you're hiring for a growing business, you don't need lots of candidates. You need the right candidates. You need Indeed.com with an algorithm that positions your job post where quality candidates are and screener questions that help you zero in on the best talent. 
Indeed.com, the site proven through an independent study to deliver five times more hires than any other. New users claim your $50 credit for a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. <clears throat> with AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for third and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. 
sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back in, everybody. The only live and local show over the lunch hour. It's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Look, a lot of uh, exhibition football, or as Mitch would say, Not preseason yeah, football. Yeah, well, preseason, yeah, I know. Why do you call it exhibition? Because that's what it is. That's what it is. What do you mean? What's the difference? Preseason is something the NFL made up so they could charge money for the tickets. When in all actuality, the games don't count, so it's an exhibition. Well, preseason exhibition, it's the same thing. Yes, you, I know. You just but, do it to but, rankle but, our guest, Mitch Holtis. I do that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. it's uh, one of my favorite things to do in this world. <laughs> and he joins us right now. Mitch, good Jimmy, afternoon. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Uh, do we just have him start running gassers? I think so. Let's take him down to the state fair. And just run forty forties until we get this figured out. It is the pre-season exhibition. I got you, pal. Something else. Exhibition is something you'll see at the fair. It's like you know, right. display of something. An exhibition from Council Bluffs, from pies and such. I don't know. So anyway, just get him some pizza and call Papa John's, and he'll get him taken care of. Anyway. You're the best, pal. You are the best. You put up with us. And, well, I actually, actually, Trent is and cool, by the way, and you have by to the put way, up with by me. The way, yeah. By the way, hey, Trent. Yes. Don't tell Jimmy, but we are, this is a week. I'm in St. Joe, which is going to be basically the epicenter of total darkness for the eclipse one week from today. Oh. They're, they're expecting over 270,000 people here. Wow. I kid you not. Huh. Don't, don't tell Jimmy B. I got him a ticket to the eclipse. I talked to the sun and the moon. He's all hooked up. <laughs> well, they go they go way back together. They they came together at the same time, I think. And they're coming together on that day because the moon's going. Hey, I'll cover it up. But uh, yeah, thanks, guys. It'll be pretty crazy in Des Moines a week. I'm mean, not Des Moines, but St. Joe a week from today. Hey, listen. I know how to throw a party. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, speaking of, of a moon, party, yeah. Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of a party, um, just your overall thoughts on what you saw, um, Alex Smith in the offense, and then when it went to Tyler Bray, and then when it went to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I'm going to throw one in for you guys, too, because I'm going to include C.J. Beathard in this discussion. Okay. Uh, just, just because for you guys, and I was thinking of you doing the play-by-play Friday night because I knew that a lot of your listeners were very interested in, in Bethard played very well, basically. As you go through the discussion of the quarterbacks in that game, uh, it's kind of like the game as a whole from a Chiefs standpoint, from, I would say, ambivalence. Uh, the Chiefs should have won the game. They're in control. Alex Smith had an eight-play, 75-yard drive to start the game. as perfect A grade. Get him off the field. Great. Then Bray throws a pick. Momentum of the game shifts, really, because Bray couldn't third downs and made a mistake. Then Mahomes comes in and kind of lights it up in the third quarter. Chiefs get the lead. And then the fourth quarter becomes a disaster. The third team just collapsed. And a lot of it was because Beathard played well. I think, I'm not so sure Beathard's not going to fit that system. If he was going to put pick a spot, a quarterback and an offense to run, they'll have a shot. I think the San Francisco uh, place is a great place for, for Beathard to be. 
Yeah, boy, he he looked uh, like he was very comfortable in the offense. He had uh, some hookups there late in that game as they were coming back. Looked comfortable out there, and and it was uh, a lot of fun to see. He, even at the hands of the Chiefs and the third teamers that were out there, he was good and looked very solid. It's uh, certainly expectations uh, starting to go up for the San Francisco rookie. What uh, other guy uh, with uh, George Kittle? Also another 49er out there. Now Kittle in the game, uh, he finished the game. Was he still out with an injury? Because I didn't see him in the stat sheet. Yeah, he didn't play. He was out. He's got a hamstring problem. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Kittle's out, and hopefully that doesn't set him back. But, I mean, let's circle back into the quarterbacks and take it from our perspective, because Patrick Mahomes was really good in that game. People are so excited about Mahomes here in camp every day when he gets out there. The big news of yesterday and today here in St. Joe was the fact that Mahomes went from number three to number two on the depth chart. Andy said it wasn't about Friday night. I don't think it was calculated for him to go to three to two. It wasn't exactly in the plan, but Mahomes is ahead of the curve. Now, let's just also pump the brakes on this kid. He was great yesterday. Here, 11 of 15, he was on fire. They were a scenario down eight. He needs a touchdown and a two-point conversion to score. He finds DeAnthony Thomas. Two-point conversion. Awesome. Crowd's going crazy. Today he throws two picks. I mean, such is the life of a rookie in the NFL. But he does not have to be the guy right away. It's a perfect scenario because of Alex Smith. And here's the thing I like about this guy, you guys, is the fact that Mahomes seems to get it. Not just trying to understand the offense, but understanding where he's at learning the game. He doesn't act like he's the smartest guy in the room, like he ought to be playing right away, even though he wants to. He kind of gets it. And when you talk with this kid, you find out he's got it in the right perspective. Yeah, I feel like just being game ready uh, with the playbook and protections and everything needed to be and just be able to go in and con- contribute in any way possible. And if that scout team doing extra stuff for receivers, doing anything I can just to help the team. Here's the deal, guys. By the end of this camp, and I've told you before, the Wikipedia definition of a backup quarterback in the NFL is that quarterback must be able to win at least one significant game for you. Nick Foles did it last year for Kansas City, or they would not have won the division. The key for Kansas City and Andy Reid is getting that kid you just heard, Patrick Mahomes, if he's the backup, to be game ready, just like Pat just said, to win a game for this team if needed. Your stat of the afternoon is this. Alex Smith, third winningest quarterback in the league since 2011. However, in his 12 previous seasons, Alex Smith has only played the complete 16-game schedule three of 12 years. Mm. That means Mahomes has got to be ready to go in the on-deck circle unless you go get a veteran somewhere. Interesting. that On that particular uh, little stat that you had there, Mitch. Um, quickly, uh, back to Mahomes. Because before the game, you and I had a conversation about would the pressure be on him to perform like Deshaun Watson, like Mitch Trubisky, like Deshaun Kaiser. How, how do you think that he, if, if he even thought about that, or did you have a chance to really get into that with him at all, or was he just concentrating on having a good understanding of what he needed to do on the field? Didn't bring it up, Jimmy, because he doesn't bring it up. I don't think it bothers him or he thinks about it. I think that Andy Reid has trained him to be that way. There's really nothing of value for Patrick Mahomes in him setting up what could be a terrific NFL career 
to think that way. I mean, there's nothing there that he can do to say, oh, my gosh, um, you know, Trubisky lights it up for 280 and four touchdowns. i got to do the same. That's a dangerous place to go in the NFL. That leads to more problems than good. I think Mahomes is staying pretty micro-focused here. This team, this offense, this scenario, what he needs to do. But I loved it when I talked to him. He kind of knows, hey, i got to get ready to win a game for this team and then just learn in and soak all I can from Andy Reid and Alex Smith. Well, Mitch, last week we talked a little bit about what the injury uh, at the kicker position, what you're going to see out of Sam Ficken. Answered the call, hit his field goal, a 45-yarder, made both extra points. So uh, feeling good about at least some insurance behind Cairo Santos going into the year? Until yesterday when he missed four in a row. Ooh. They were doing they were doing two-minute drill, like real-life stuff. And can you get from here to there? You're down two. You've got it backed up. All you need is a field goal. Now, they were long ones, but he missed a 49, a 50, and a 53 all wide to the left. All the same kick. Today, he missed shorter ones. Now, he hit some, but he missed shorter ones. So I would have told you after the game Friday night, yeah, yeah, let's go. Cairo's going to take either another week or two off. I talked to Dave Tobe just before I went on with you guys to kind of get some background on it. Tobe expects Santos back at least for that last preseason game, maybe the last two. But that means Ficken's got to get you through the Cincinnati game. And Tobe's in no mood for watching this Penn State kid go out and miss field goals. Hey, speaking of Tobe, he, he's a guy, I remember him as a Bears fan, watching him with the special teams in Chicago. Just, just an excellent coach. He's been talked about as a head coaching job. Is that something that still bright, uh, burns bright for him? And can you see him being a head coach down the line? Uh, answer to question one, no. Answer to question two, yes. I'm going to give you the same answer. It's kind of related to the one about Mahomes. Tobe doesn't think about that. Uh-huh. He's, just, he's not sitting there going, what do I do today to help me get a head coaching job? The Chiefs the last four years, aggregate total, if you look at all the phases of special teams, have been the best in the NFL. That speaks for itself. Now, many special teams coaches become head coaches in the NFL. John Harbaugh is an exception. Tobe would be an exception. My answer to your question, too, is yes. Uh, just Keep him here as long as you can, <laughs> but he will be a head coach in the NFL someday, possibly as soon as 2018. Mitch, uh, for the second uh, preseason game, got to make sure I say that correctly, uh, how much more time will Alex Smith get, or will it be about the same? I think they're still trying to decide that. I think he'll get some more. You know, this traditionally is the game, uh, the preseason game, that you play the starters more, maybe even a half. Uh, I don't, I could, uh, I'm just going to, I'll find out more as the week goes on. But if I had to guess, he's going to get some more time. But I think Mahomes will also get some more time in this game. He is Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You hear him every game, home and away here on 1700 KBGG. And our training camp reports brought to us by Papa John's of Iowa and the Donaldson family. What do they got cooking there? Well, they got this two-topping like medium pizza, like 11 bucks. I don't, I don't know how they do it. Great uh, if you're getting home from school, school, the fair, mm-hmm. whatever. Listen, I've learned to love those guys. Wilson Harder, all those guys around the state at Papa John's. I love you guys. Who else was going to give you that much time about C.J. Beathard <laughs> on that broadcast Friday night? That was all for you guys. I kid you not. Because people in the kingdom are going, yeah, we know who the dude is, but he's, you know, hey, but i got to take care of my boys. 
up in Des Moines because they want to know about C.J. Beathard. So I gave you just a little extra time Friday night for you guys. You are the You're man. the best, pal. Yeah, you are the best. Thank you, Mitch. We'll talk to you tomorrow, you man. All right. Okay. That's Mitch Holtis, everybody. Uh, we have them every day through uh, this month as uh, they are playing preseason NFL football. Mitch comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Always good when Mitch checks in. A lot of fun, a uh, fun preseason. I've been watching more preseason than I have in past years. I don't know what it is, but I've been watching a lot of uh, NFL football here. Watched a little bit yesterday, Jimmy B. You got into much more than the locals over the weekend on the uh, NFL Uh, preseason? Yeah, I try to sample uh, a little bit of everything just uh, so I have kind of a feel of what, you know, coaches are trying to do. I even flipped on a little bit of the San Diego game last night so I could see that little 30,000-seat stadium that yep. they're going to play in there in Carson, California. Uh, man, I'm telling you, they get to the regular season, that place is going to be nuts. And you're, you're right on top of the field. There's not a bad seat in the house. No real nosebleeds. So I, I think that's going to be interesting when you watch games out of that stadium, especially uh, if the Chargers with Philip Rivers and company uh, can make things happen. The future of stadiums, Jimmy B, is going to be something like that. Maybe not quite that small for football, but I think the days of college teams continuing to expand and trying to get to over 100,000 and things like that, smaller, more intimate, and make it an environment that you want to be at. I think that's the future of stadiums. And uh, you're right, a great test study. See what's going to happen there with San Diego. The NFL continues on coming up this week. Uh, we got locally Friday night, the Vikings are at Seattle to take on mm-hmm. the Seahawks in that one. The Chiefs will be playing Saturday evening in Cincinnati. The Bears are at the Cardinals. And Green Bay is at the Redskins. All those three of those games coming up on Saturday. So another busy week, and well, we'll talk about it. You know that, Jim. I'm well aware of that, pal. That's what we do. That's why we get paid big bucks. Uh, we have coming up, uh, Bill Bender's going to join us at 2 o'clock. And then what, roughly about 2.20, 2.25, Kevin Lehman, uh, as well as we do a lot of hoop conversation with him. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it. 
with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. If you're not already hungry, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, they've got the best steaks around, like the Applewood Bacon Sirloin or the Cajun Shrimp Ribeye, smothered in a creamy Cajun Shrimp Sauce. And you got to try the Ancho T-Bone, an 18-ounce T-Bone crusted with Ancho Peppers. Montana Mike's also has the best burgers around, like the Bacon Swiss Mushroom Burger or their signature Messy Mike's Burger with Montana Mike's barbecue sauce, applewood smoked bacon, melted cheddar cheese, and onion straws, all served on a grilled brioche bun. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. and Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. <clears throat> with AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for 3rd and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid.